Hello, you're listening to the Bonded Books Podcast, where we discuss books, fight over book boyfriends, and the lack of filter is a family trait. If you're lucky, you might even hear one of our dogs barking in the background. Because hey, if we have to deal with them, then so do you. We hope to dazzle you with our discussion while not being hurtful to the authors we feature. Success not guaranteed. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing okay. Getting uh, situated. I have to have the the little fan running in my office right now because it's just way too hot. Yes. I'm completely over this weather. (laughs) (laughs) You wanted to live here. I just followed you. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. It's temporary, right? Yes. You keep keep telling me it's temporary. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. It's temporary. Yeah. So how was the volleyball game? My youngest had her first ever volleyball tournament today. It was good. Okay. Of course, she didn't want to go. She was nervous. Of course. You know how it goes. That's that's kind of her MO. She doesn't want to do things. But then once she does, she has a great time and she loves it. Oh, my God. You're she's just like her grandmother. I didn't even want to do this. I was becoming a nervous wreck. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> so yeah, she had a really good time. They won two out of their three oh my um, matchups. So wow. I think that helped her have a good time. You know, of course, they're going to have more fun if they're winning. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but it was a long day because we had to get there at 6.45 in the morning for check-in. Oh, my God. The place was a little over 40 miles away. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. So we had to leave a few minutes before 6 in the morning. Ugh. Yeah, fun times. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. I'm so glad mm-hmm. they didn't have any of this crap while you were growing up because I wouldn't have made it. You're such a good mom. Fortunately, I'm a morning person. I, you know, I usually wake up around 5 a.m. on my own anyways. Mm -hmm. Because if I wasn't like that, I would be miserable. But it's a long day. I mean, we had to get there at 645. She played until, I want to say, a little after 11. Oh, boy. You know, then it's another 45-minute car ride to get back to the house. And Mm -hmm. But we're done. We did it. And we were home by, like, 1220 hmm That's good. So, yeah. Do you want me to explain what we're going to do today? Sure. Go ahead. Because we're not doing anything that we've done before. So we Yeah. This is very different. Explain. Yeah. Yeah. So if you, any of our listeners, real or imagined, listen to our last podcast. <laughs> Ironically, when we were ending it, I said to Rachel, what are you planning on doing for the rest of the day? And she said... I have a couple of things to do and then I'm just going to put on my pajamas and lay on the sofa. 1000% jinx to myself. Yes. So <laughs> we haven't been recording lately and we thought maybe we would do a little blurb as to w- what is going on and the reasoning for that. What ended up happening was I had gone out in the yard and I was watering and it was super hot. 
I was like, oh, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. And I came inside the house. I had a neurological disruption. (laughs) I kind of forgot what was going on. And I guess I had sent a text to you and said, hey, I'm, I'm having an issue. I ended up calling you and telling you the same thing, I guess. And you said, I know you texted me. I said, what are you talking about? I don't remember texting you. I didn't remember anything. Poor Rachel had to give up her dreams of lounging on the sofa and come over and get me. And we had to go to the emergency room. We've had, especially me, I'm sure Rachel too, but <laughs> a really insanely stressful, scary couple of weeks. They couldn't figure out what was going on. They ran a bunch of tests on me. They ended up telling me that they thought I had something called global transient amnesia. I don't know if anybody knows what that is, but I knew what that was because my father suffered from the same thing. And it's where all of a sudden, for no reason, whatever, without any precursor, there's just like a blip in your brain. And you start asking the same question over and over again. You're unable to form memories during that time period. I was saying all kinds of bizarre things to Rachel. Is that not true? That's true. You kept asking me the same questions. And you said a couple bizarre things, but you kept asking me questions for things that I knew 100% you already knew the answer to. And then like 30 seconds later, you would ask the exact same question. I guess one of the things that happens while you're having one of these episodes is you're unable to form new memories. Yeah. So we would have conversations or like at the emergency room, we had a whole like 10 minute, you know, meet up with one of the nurses and you didn't remember it at all, like 10 minutes afterwards. I still don't so it's remember definitely it. Scary. It, yeah, yeah. It's scary. And where were you? Where were you in your head while all this was going down? Where was I? Yeah. How, how were you feeling? During this? <laughs> I this... mean, I was a little freaked out. I thought you were maybe having a stroke because. That's, yeah, I thought so too. I, I knew something was definitely wrong with your brain, but you were speaking just fine. You were walking just fine. So I was like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. But Mm -hmm. when I went over to your house after our phone call, fortunately, you live very close to me. Thank God. I went to your house. We were there for less than five minutes. And for most of the time, I was trying to get you to you know, come in the car so I could take you to the emergency room. So and then when we were in the car ride over to the emergency room, you know, you were saying things like, I don't know how I got in the car with you. Like, why? Why are we going to the emergency room? Or like, how did I get here? So I guess, you know, now knowing that's a side effect where you can't form new memories. So you didn't remember me coming to your house to pick you up. Like little things like that are definitely like scary in the yeah, I, I'm proud of myself. I was think I, I think I was very calm under pressure. And I was just very like, I don't know what's going on, but we're going to go to the emergency room and figure it out. Yeah, you <laughs> were, you were great, because it was a little scary. It was totally scary for me. And I do remember, and I wish I didn't remember this part. But I do remember saying to you, are my parents dead? And to not remember it, that 
must have been horrible for you. And it was horrible for me because I was thinking, what am I doing down here with you? Why mm -hmm. am I not up oh, okay. where I normally am? Is it because my parents are dead? Are my parents dead? I was so mm. fucked up. I I can't even describe the the circles of hell we were both in during this time. And you did great. I was Thank you. <laughs> I don't think I I could have been in, in better hands, but the bummer is emergency rooms suck. And yes, they do. I think we got there, I don't even know when, 536. We didn't get home yeah. until when? After 11. Yeah, so they said uh, sometimes a migraine can cause one of these episodes. They wanted to do an MRI. They did a CAT scan. They said it didn't show anything. They wanted to do an MRI. I'm extremely claustrophobic. So I said, absolutely not. It has to be an open MRI. Otherwise, forget it. The doctor was kind of a dick and he goes, well, I guess you're going home then. I'm like, great. Get, get out of my way, you asshole. Again, poor, poor Rachel and my granddaughter. We went and got my granddaughter. We came back here and Rachel and my granddaughter spent the night because I was thinking, I don't know what's going on. What if I wander away in the middle of the night? Um, who, who knows what I'm going to do? I need somebody here to watch me. So they ended up spending the night, but of course... She had to get up. What time did you leave? Five o'clock in the morning because you had the yes. other kid to deal with. Yeah. So the other grandkid was at a neighbor's house spending the night. Because, of course, all of this happened while my husband was out of town. Because it's just. Of course. Oh, it's just how it works. Yeah. So. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So then the next day, we were able to get in and see my doctor, who is a new primary care doctor for me. She got all the information. We gave her the records from the hospital. But um, when we got home, Rachel left. I suddenly could not stop vomiting. My head hurt really bad. I couldn't stop throwing up. I tried to call the doctor. It was like now it was quarter to six. I tried to call the doctor's office. They told me, sorry, there's no one here. Of course, there's no after hour on-call doctor. There's no nurse you can talk to. I couldn't believe it. So they said, we're really sorry, but you're going to have to go back to the emergency room. And I thought, I'm going to die if I have to go back to that emergency room. I do remember calling you and saying, Rachel, I'm really sorry, but we, I have to go back to the emergency room. And you said... Oh, no. <laughs> it was literally the very next evening. And so the first time you had to go, I was in the middle of cooking dinner. And the second time the next day, I was trying to cook dinner again. I know. Stop. I was like, I'm never going to eat dinner. I know. I'm so sorry. So guess repeat. We go back to the emergency room. Only this time at least the first, the day before, they let Rachel stay with me, which was good because, again, I didn't know what was going on or what was happening. I could have easily wandered out the door and be missing. This time we show up and they tell us, Rachel cannot stay with me, that they're, because of COVID, the only people that are allowed to stay in the emergency room waiting area are people that are having an emergency. So I just told you, go home go home and rest because it's going to, if it's anything like the night before and there's nothing worse than sitting there for hour after hour after hour when you don't feel good and you don't know what's happening. So Rachel did end up going home. I did say, I'll call you 
when they take me in the back, when they give me a room, they said you could come back. But I thought, what the hell is the point of you waiting in the room with me? And I didn't want you in the hospital anyway with me because of all the illness that's going on. I didn't really like you being exposed to all this crap. Even though we got there at six, at 1130 at night, they still hadn't called me back. And a man walked in the door. I was so pissed. And he walks right up to the front and says, hey, I've been having chest pain since three o'clock this afternoon. And they're like, because I was the next to be called. So of course they bump me again and they take this man. And I'm like, I cannot, I can't take it. I'm going to have a physical and mental breakdown. I'm physically exhausted. I'm freezing in here. My whole body hurts. And so I went up there and said, what is happening? I got kicked, bumped again. They said, yeah, we had to take him. I said, when are you taking me? They don't know. So I just started I just called Rachel and said, just fucking come get me. I didn't even care at this point. I just get me out of here. I've got to get home. I can't take it. And you <laughs> were sleeping, I guess, because all you said to me is what? They haven't even taken you in yet. And I'm like, no, come get me. And while we were on the phone, the guy made the nurse come get me because I guess he heard me tell you, I, I cannot stay here. I'm going to lose it. And so I said, I'll call you later. Yes, thank God, because I was like, oh my God, at that point you had been there for probably five hours. Five and a half hours I was there. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I, like, oh my God. Yeah. So they take me in the back, they give me a room, and this is different than a little draped off area. I must have been in a COVID, what was a COVID room. It was really scary. They had all these makeshift plastic two by two panels that were taped together with duct tape. <laughs> Uh, dividing the rooms, sealing the area. The doctor came in. It was the same doctor I had the night before who was kind of a jerk to me. And I thought, oh, great. Told him what was going on. He said, okay, I go, I need, I know I need fluid because I've been throwing up way too much. And I know what happens when I need fluid. He said, okay, we'll get you going. They did not tell me they were giving me morphine. They gave me morphine. I don't like morphine. It makes me sick. I guess I ended up falling asleep because the next thing I know, somebody walked in, they woke me up. They wanted to do a CAT scan of my abdomen to see what was going on, what was making me throw up. I'm stoned out of my mind while they put me on a cart and they take me and they do it. They bring me back, but they don't bother hooking up. I only got half a bag of fluid. They didn't bother rehooking up the IV line, reattaching it to the needle, I didn't have a buzzer to buzz them and say, the whole reason I'm here is I need these goddamn fluids, which I'm not getting. Once in a blue moon, someone would walk by. I finally got to the attention of somebody. They ended up hooking me up. They came, I fell back asleep. They came in and said, your test looks okay. We're gonna let you go home. We'll send somebody in to unhook you, which they did. And as soon as I sat up, to get my shoes, I started throwing up again. I'm like, this is a fucking nightmare. Pushing the buzzer, they finally send somebody in. What do you want? They weren't nice. There was no compassion. And I've been in the hospital enough time to know that's just baseline how they usually work. They ended up giving me a pill that dissolved under my tongue to keep me from throwing up. I called Rachel. It was fucking 3.30 in the morning by this point. Yes, it was. <laughs> Rachel, I was going to Uber, but I thought I am afraid I'm going to get in the car with this person and not remember where I need to go. Because I still was terrified of what was happening and the thought of having to get an MRI and all this other crap. So 
I said to her, please just take me home. Make sure I'm in bed and go home. And you did. You tucked me in. <laughs> the great daughter you are. And left. And the next day, she started calling around. She found a place for me to go for the MRI. That was an open MRI, which was still scary. Um, but I had that done. But unfortunately, now I can't see a neurologist until the very beginning of January. So we have to wait. Yeah, January, which is fucking mind-blowing to me. Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Great. Thanks. Yeah, they said, oh, you're probably going to be able... Remember, I think the doctor said you're going to probably get the MRI, but the neurologist is really booked. So you're probably going to have to wait a little while. And I'm thinking a couple weeks. Yeah. No, a couple months, couple of, apparently. A couple of months. So as long as he has only good things to say... That's fine with me, mm -hmm. but it's really taken me a long time to try to come back because it was exhausting. I've been sleeping like three times a day. I've been having a hard time sleeping. The first night I had, I had horrible, vivid nightmares because I also have an anxiety disorder because why wouldn't I? And mm -hmm. it's just been a night ongoing nightmare. So I haven't even really been able to read anything. I have barely been able to get from the sofa to the bed to the sofa to the bed. Uh, and the only reason I'm getting out of the bed is because I have to get up and deal with my dogs. But I am feeling like I'm, you know, I'm coming back. I know I'm going to come back. Yes. I have a girlfriend that I did remember a long time ago told me she had one of these episodes. So I called her and we talked for a long time on the phone and she told me some things, same thing basically the doctor said, you can't form new memories during this time. The episodes usually last no more than 24 hours. They can reoccur, they cannot reoccur. Too much heat can trigger them, too cold can trigger them. So, you know, I'm, Rachel immediately again, God bless. I'm so lucky to have you for my kid. She immediately went online and started looking for medic alert bracelets that I could start wearing and a tracker. <laughs> in case. Cause I said, I'm so afraid you're going to, yeah. I'm going to be missing one day and I'll years later, you'll find me sleeping under a bridge somewhere with a, in a homeless encampment because I don't know what's happening, but I, I do feel better after finding out, it's not uncommon. And I do remember my father had them on and off for 20 years. And, you know, you just have to be aware. I am going to let one of my neighbors know, uh, if you see me wandering around, like I don't know what's <laughs> going on. It's a pretty good guess that I don't. So yeah. I may not even remember you when you come up to me because I'm new to the neighborhood. So, but now I have to build up my courage and stamina to start driving again because there is no way to predict any of this the doctor says i can drive i don't want to limit my life any more than i am and how the hell are we going to get to scotland if we if we don't start getting out more well yeah it that has to happen and the next time we miss a week and then we have to do a like status episode that better be the fucking status yeah. and the reason we missed the week. Oh. <laughs> oh my god yeah it better be for such good reasons i just you know i didn't want people to think and again, I don't know who listens, but I didn't want people to think we fell off the face of the earth. There is something that I'm dealing with and through me, poor Rachel's dealing with. And 
you know, also it helped me to find out if anybody has had this, an episode like this, it helped me to understand that it's a temporary state of mind. And hopefully when we go to the neurologist, he's, you know, not going to tell me anything bad. I'm just going to. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, easy for you to say. So, um, yeah, <laughs> that's that's about it. And then, uh, so yesterday I paint. I was able to paint for the first time since this happened. Okay, good. But even while I was painting, I was thinking, you know, I should probably stop because I painted for a long time because my back will probably hurt tomorrow. And, of course, today my back hurts so bad. I'm, like, living on Advil and Aww. and just sitting on the sofa watching Ink Master <laughs> Season 12, one of my favorite shows. But I missed Season 12, so I'm catching up. That's it. I'm just going to have to take it a day at a time see what happens. That's good. That's fine. That, I think that's the right thing to do right now. So you know, just slowly start doing the hobbies again and yeah. work your way back up. You'll be good. Yeah. The only thing that concerns me and my girlfriend told me this is I don't know, like, I don't remember. Did I already just tell you that I ordered that bracelet? Uh, you said that you were going to, or I think you said you were going to order one. Yeah. Well, but you I, didn't I, tell me yet if you did. I did. I ordered it. Okay. So when I don't remember now, it's like, is that the normal me not remembering? Because God knows I was having issues remembering shit to begin with <laughs> or is that because of this i don't know so um yeah. as soon as i'm up to par we're gonna we'll get back to the reading well you already started reading the next book do you want to announce what it is or do you want me to say what it is girl you better do that i okay <laughs> yeah don't so the book that we're gonna do is overlord by anna hackett so we're going to our comfort place, which is Aliens, yeah. right? That's an alien romance, isn't it? Yeah, and I need all the comfort I can get right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really hard when you're alone, and sometimes shit like this happens, and you just want somebody to hold you. Oh, I would have held you. I know. It's okay, honey. <laughs> I, I'm supposed to be strong. I mean, you know, like an adult, like a man or a friend that I can just bawl and say, oh, my God, my life is circling the drain. I've only been retired for a little over a year and this is what I have to look forward to. But to you, I'm like, I'm fine, honey. Everything's great. I'm going to bounce back like a beach ball. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like you, well, you don't, I need to be strong because you already support so many people in your family. It's all right. I don't mind. Okay. Thank you. Like, you know, you supported me and you know, we'll take turns. I'm sure when I'm having a rough patch, you'll support me and, if you ever now's my turn to try to do that for you. If you ever tell me about it, you know you don't ever. <laughs> you're so private. You don't tell me anything. We're like polar opposites. You tell me nothing. I tell you everything. <laughs> I'm like that with everything. My husband gets so fucking mad. He's like you because I don't. I keep things cl very close to the vest. It's a Kevlar vest, and things are underneath. <laughs> yes, but that's not unhealthy. That's not healthy because it's got to come out somewhere, and that can be in a physical manifestation, or you know, God forbid, a break, a mental break at some point. Yeah, last week I was in a work meeting, and <laughs> it's like I we have I am at work. Okay, and so I was like messaging with a coworker about how I was stuck in this horrible fucking meeting meeting and I hate it and I hate being stuck in these meetings that like literally for hours oh god and she's like what do you need anything I'm gonna order a sandwich from such and such place do you want me to get you one and I'll bring it to you oh, sweet and I, I responded 
said, the only thing I need is cyanide. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that through work. I am. So then I followed it up with, for myself, obviously. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh. So I think the mental break has already happened. Yeah. <laughs> you can't go anywhere. We, I hate to tell you. We all need you. It'll take all of us to support you, but there's only one you and you have to, you're supporting all of us. So I'm so sorry if there were anyone else that I could, you know, suck into my, it's hard because when you get to be my age, it's like my friends have scattered to the four winds and yeah, yeah, I talk to them on the phone and yes, I, I have reached out to a couple of my friends and they have been of course, very loving and very supportive, but yeah, unfortunately then I feel really guilty that I moved down here because I'm like, oh, dear God, look what's happening now that you have to deal with. That's the whole point of you moving down here was to be closer in case something happened. But are you so, are you aware know. that it's it's happening? <laughs> yes, okay. I am aware. Uh, well, you're a brave, brave, brave girl. I mean, I feel better being closer to you and able to help when things like this Aww. happen. I would feel worse if you were still where you were before or in fucking Ohio or whatever bullshit uh, state you kept mentioning. <laughs> yeah, that's the sad thing. Now I can't look all over the country anymore because the reality is I got to be near family and you are my family. But yeah, I, I couldn't imagine if this had happened, if I were still living where I was living, but maybe it wouldn't have happened because it's so goddamn hot down here. I don't know. Oh, okay. Jeez. All right. So uh, we'll be back up and running as soon as we can. Hopefully next week. Yes. But we promise you nothing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. God only knows what's going to happen next. Yeah, true. All right, honey. All right. You have a good afternoon. All right, you too. All right, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Bonded Books Podcast. You can rate and review us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Our email is bondedbookspodcast at gmail.com and check the show notes for a link to all of our social media. Mm-hmm.